gentlemen, look, there's no one here but me. The great value, Joe Pesci of the show. I am here for you. Joe is Joe right now is actually doing the family thing. And I hope happy birthday to his little baby girl out there today. You know, from the queue is probably doing some vegan retreat somewhere. Somewhere doing something vegan. I don't even know what to say about that. And ghost and ghost Sean is actually ghost. So you have me left to fill in and hopefully I won't sink the show or anything like that. So let's get down to business here today. Oh, but by the way, before I begin, since it's me by myself, don't leave me out here hanging. If you want to comment, you got any questions about the topics I'm about to talk, talk about or any concerns or anything like that, hit the comment box below in the Facebook chat. Talk to me. Don't let me sit here talking to myself now, you know, but um, all right, we're going to get into our first topic, which is shock the basketball world as of late. Jimmy Butler, the trade of Jimmy Butler to the Philadelphia 76ers. After a long offseason of turmoil in Minnesota with the Minnesota Timberwolves, as I call them, Thibodeau tried to keep Jimmy Butler for as long as he could keep him. But we all knew the right was on the roll at this point. The right was just on the wall. He's sitting there fighting with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. They don't want to play hard. He wants to play hard. You know, it's not going to work like that. And the reports are that, I mean, everybody knows by now, Jimmy Butler beat Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins first team. He, he beat, he beat them with the third string team, Jimmy Butler and third string players beat Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, first team players. The riff was already read this. Then, then also some behind the scenes things going on that they don't want to talk about, but the people know what I'm talking about. You know, you know, you know, Jimmy Butler trying to be the next Derek Fisher out here and everything like that, you know, trying to score points all many sorts of ways, you know, but I see you Jimmy, but the trade now is done. He's going to Philadelphia for a bag of Skittles and a ham sandwich. You know, which Minnesota could have gotten a lot more for Jimmy Butler, way much more for Jimmy Butler. I mean, Houston, the Houston Rockets were offering four first round picks for Jimmy Butler. Sounded crazy, but at least they were desperate enough to say, hey, maybe we need to go try out and try something because Melo is friggin' done. My God. It would have been nice, but you, when you really think about it, those picks would have been low anyway. So it's not like you're really going to get a lot of value for those picks anyway. There's going to be like low 20s because we expect Houston to come a little bit back up to par right now because right now they're sitting, they're 12th at 4 and 7. So was it now a week, week or two ago, it would have helped them to get Jimmy Butler. It would have helped a lot. But to, for them, what, what, what they had to give up, would have been a little steep, but I'm happy for this trade for the Sixers because they need that dog in there, that that guy that can really get up into it. I feel I feel like they were missing that. Embiid is gonna go come out there. He's gonna play hard. Simmons he's gonna come out there. He's gonna play hard. He's gonna give you a double double with assist with his points with scoring of course, but also with his rebounds or assists or he could just get you a flat out triple double, well almost whenever he wants to, but. For Jimmy Butler, that locker room is going to change now. This is serious business now. And this is a message to Markel Fultz. You can't fucking forget how to shoot now. Don't forget how to shoot now. 
Cause Jimmy Butler gonna get in that ass, boy. Let me tell you that right now. Jimmy Butler don't play. Don't forget to shoot. I don't. And I don't even. I. I. St it still bugs me. How could this man forget to shoot? How could you forget to shoot? It's unreal to me. All through college, you scoring buckets. You doing what you gotta do. Then you come to the NBA, and there was a reason why. Boston wanted to trade the first pick overall anyway. They got Jason Tatum at a better value. And they knew Mark and they, they had to know something about Markel Fultz for them to trade him to trade to trade down from him. They had to know something. After I, I, I believe the, the Sixers got fleeced, but now they're making up for it and they didn't have to give up much. They didn't have to give up much. So now when you look at the Eastern Conference now, it's now a four-team race. It's Toronto, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Boston. Right now, Toronto's on top at 12-1. and one. Kawhi right now, I believe he's actually, to me, he's second in the MVP voting. If you were to do, if you were hypothetically were to do it today, he's second in the MVP voting. Milwaukee is next. I think Giannis is the MVP so far because he is crushing it right now. He is he is by himself bringing that team along. You have Michael Brogdon there, you know, Middleton. Those guys are out there doing their part to help that team get off to a good start. They've gotten off to Boston. Although they're, they're, they're there, but they're not there. I think it's too much talent in Boston. I think there's too much talent in Boston, but it's not, it's, that's not a bad thing. It's never a bad thing to have abundance of talent. But now you got Teddy Rozier. He said he want minutes, and Teddy Rozier can play. He can play now. But I don't know if I don't know if they're gonna get that all together in time. Somebody has to go. But for but back to Philadelphia. If Phil if Philadelphia, let me say this: Philadelphia for the most part got a lot better with one guy because to me jimmy puller is a piece you could fit in there right away and say yo go out there and get me 20 get me five get me five you know he go out there and do it for you right away and then you add Embiid in there then you add simmons it's a great mix and it's good for the city too because they're blue collar people and 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 his blue collar attitude will just fit that place is going to be jumping in philadelphia when they start to get it really rolling and really start to get it together, they're really gonna be, they're really gonna do something big. I don't know if they're gonna beat I would per se to say like Toronto, but I think they could give Boston now a run for their money. If they had if to me, if they had Jimmy Butler last year, they could have went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I believe so. But this year now, for me, I think Jimmy Butler can show now what he really is. And the East the East is there for the taking. Anybody can take the East at this point right now. Anybody. Anybody can take the East right now. It's early, and we see Toronto way out in the head. Kawhi showing once again why he is the premier defensive player in the NBA. He's probably going to win his third defensive player of the year in four, in three, three out of four years. Toronto is, they look good. Their system looks good. It looks fast. And look, they even got Serge Ibaka playing like Playing like I, I don't even know what to call, playing like 
He looked like a, a great value Rasheed Wallace back in the day. He had the Jimmy shot. He always played defense. You knew that already. But at least, I guess against the Lakers, he did look like him, you know. But over overall for me, I still don't think they can get they can touch Toronto. We'll see. But he they get it get it, it gives Philadelphia a greater chance to really do something big in the Eastern Conference. Really big. You know? So uh, we're, we're hoping to see if this can be the year for Philadelphia and be, be the year for Philadelphia and Jimmy Butler. I, I, I want him to do something big, man, because a lot of these years now, he's been called a cancer. He's been a cancer on teams. He's been, you know, unruly to people. A lot of people, it's a love-hate thing with Jimmy Butler. So if you love him, you love him. If you hate him, you hate him. You know, so hopefully we can we, we can get Jimmy Butler into like real serious playoff competition and see what he really can do. Because he's also looking for money. Cause this, cause the Philadelphia Seven Sisters now can sign into a five-year deal worth one hundred ninety million dollars after the season's over. So th this right here is is a trial run. The Sixers hold the cards. If they want to keep them, they can keep them and really build something now. If not, they can just say, "Hey, we didn't give them much from and just let J let Jimmy go." I hope he stays because he needs to find a home. He can play, man. He's not superstar material. He's not superstar. But he's a star. He's all-star, superstar, all-star, star in that range. He's in that range. But I think he really do something over there. You know, so hopefully for Jimmy Butler, you know, this can be a perfect fit for him. And he can finally do something that get far in his career. All right. Now that we got that one out the way, our next topic is Zion Williamson from Duke. They just beat Army today. He had 26 points, I think 16 rebounds. And I understand what people are saying about R.J. Barrett because he's a pure scorer, but he ain't Zion. Six foot, six eight, six seven, six eight, two eighty, leaping ability out the gym. They also got Carrie Reddish over there as well, another good scorer. But they're not him. You know when you see transitional players. You know it when you see it. Zion is a trans is a generational player, and you, you you don't need you don't have to be analyst or nothing like that to really realize that. You can just see it. the eye test shows you it. Every, I've seen him play two games now. In every play, he's playing hard. He's running up and down the court. He's play, he, he's he's very raw. He's very raw. But to, compared to what he's doing against high school children, and because compared to him, their children, like he, like he, he looks like. Listen, Zion looks thirty. He looks like he's been 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 in the construction field ten years already. That's how grown he looks, compared to some of the guys out there, even in college now. When he gets to the next level, like I said, R.J. Barrett is a scoring machine. I understand that. He's won all the awards. He's not that. He's not Zion. And I, I would love to see what he can do against the ACC competition because the ACC is probably one of the better conferences in college basketball anyway, if not the premier. So to see Zion get out there and play against the, see what he can do against ACC competition 
is going to be very interesting to me. Because to me, they, they have a Final Four run in them. They look like the Fab Five to me. But it's just like the, more like the Fab Three. Reddish, Zion, Barrett. Those are like the Fab Three. But they're killing everybody right now. Look what they did to Kentucky. The, they were a top five team. And they crushed them. Zion, Reddish, and Barrett had nearly 90 points. And they scored, what, 117? Excuse me, probably had 60, 70 points. And they scored 116, 118. Like, come on. This is this is not going to be a fun season for the ACC. Even for North Carolina, who has their own set of... Who have, who have their own draft... Who have their own top prospects. But, again, that ain't that. That ain't Zion. And then, when you talk about the future of the NBA, Steve Kerr's already said he thought LeBron was it. I thought LeBron was it. <laughs> I really thought LeBron was it. But no, here comes this guy. And when he gets into the league, like right now, he's a, he would be the second heaviest player in the NBA behind Barbon from um, the Clippers. I know I probably fucked that name up, but listen, what do you want me to do? You know, but he would be the second heaviest player. And to move like that, come on, man. You can't stop that. And he and he's 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 just touching the surface. He still has to grow too. This guy can get to six eleven. He can get to six eleven. Can you imagine him six eleven doing all that stuff he can do? And plus, he can, he's still trying to find a shot. I mean, he can shoot a little bit now. He can shoot a little bit. But if he gets a consist, even an average consistent shot, forget about it. He will be the number one pick in the NBA draft when it's all said and done. By the time the Final Four is over, we'll be talking about Zion as the number one pick in the draft. And he'll probably go to the Cleveland Cavaliers because they're sucking again. Mr. Kardashian over there talking about he, they're the best in the East. You forgot who was there with you. The coach, the GM, the president. He's gone to L.A. now. So, not, for, so once again, the Cleveland Cavaliers will have a shot to tank this year and get the number one pick and get Zion on the Cavs. Now the draft lottery is a little bit different this year because one through fourteen, everybody got a shot now. They changed the draft pool. Not the draft pool, but they changed the how the draft is being constructed through losing records. It doesn't matter where you finish now. Every almost everybody has the equal chance to get the first pick in the draft. So even the New York Knicks can not make the playoffs. They they'll they'll get a shot with Zion one hundred percent. They'll have a shot. Whoever gets Zion, they will build around him, and they're gonna they're gonna be good for the next ten to fifteen years. Cause that's what Zion looked like to me. Everybody said the same thing to LeBron. A lot of people didn't believe it. They didn't believe LeBron was gonna be it, but you can see it right away, and I can see it with Zion right away. The eye test just tells you he is going to be somebody out there. For the future, like he's a generational player. Just put it, he's a generational player. And when you get guys like that, you can't sit them, you can't slide up, you can't pass on that for RJ Barrett. Like again, I said RJ Barrett's great, silky shooter, but that ain't that. <laughs> That's not that. Period. Okay. So hopefully we'll we'll see what ha what goes on with Zion going through the season. Hopefully we'll see him in the final four. He won't get eliminated. Before then, and we'll see what happens. 
All right. So our last topic is the first half of the NFL season. Now, some games have happened already today. New Orleans done put a stomping on Cincinnati. You know, Drew Brees once again showing his excellence. Scoring four touchdowns, three passing, one rushing. And he passes Brett Four for second all-time in passing touchdowns. He's only behind Peyton Manning now by maybe about, I want to say 20, about 20 touchdowns, maybe 20, 30 touchdowns. But as you've seen on the LBR blog, if you would be able to check that out, um, I put the New Orleans Saints as the number one team starting out the season. I believed in New Orleans. I believe they're going to remain there. Even after getting Des Bryant and him getting injured practically on the last play of practice, which is unbelievable to me because I wanted to see him do something. I want to see him catch some passes and not BS about it. You know, catch a pass from an accurate quarterback, but he tore his Achilles the last, the last, uh, last play in practice. So he'll be out for the season, of course. You know, and I hope they. I hope New Orleans will sign Brandon Marshall because he's never been to the playoffs at all, and it'd be nice for him to get in and feel what it's like to be in the show, the real show. You know, so they they won they won in Cincinnati today, big win. Patrick Showtime Mahomes once again showing us he doesn't have to throw for many many yards. He just keeps his team in the game, keeps them. Uh, on schedule and I see them now with New England losing badly to Tennessee who fucking knew who fucking knew but now with them losing to Tennessee Kansas City has the inside track they're two games up on New England now's the time to and I tell people this all the time I believe the the AFC championship is going to be Kansas City versus New England at Arrowhead I believe it. I believe that's what we're going to see. I could be wrong, but I right now for my eye test, looking at the AFC, because Pittsburgh do this every year. Pittsburgh always gets good. You know the story of Le'Veon Bell. He wants his money. I believe he deserves his money, but J- James Conner doing what we have to do. And plus, James Conner is a cancer survivor. He's going to fight for everything he wants right now, fight for everything he can get right now. He's trying to prove I can play in this league just like Le'Veon. And at this point, Le'Veon may not even may not even sign. So now you're going with AB, Juju, Big Ben, and Connor. I still don't trust the defense. I still don't trust the defense right now. They're getting better, of course. TJ Watt is a baller, just like his brother. The pedigree is there. You know, but then after that, oh, because you got Cameron Haywood. Sniff on to it in the middle, you know, on that on that three in that three four alignment, they're they're gonna do what they gotta do. But that back end, Artie Burns getting burned all the time, not good, not good. Joe Hayden doing what he can, is it enough? I I, I don't know. In the NFC, you have the Rams, and their worldwide defense. Well, not lately because they've been getting smoked, but we I know why because Talib not there. Akeem Tlaib is that DB, is that shutdown DB that the Rams need in order to be called the true contenders of the league. I still don't think they're contenders over New Orleans. I think New Orleans right now has the inside track to 
the conference. If if it goes through New Orleans, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. That's just point blank. Because after that, you got the Bears. They're they're ready, but they're not there yet. They're 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 about a year or two away. The Bears are about a year or two away. Oh, even though they they whooped up on the Lions, which the Lions ain't going nowhere fast as usual. Matt Stafford probably going to throw for like some billion thousand yards again and not even make the playoffs, but it's whatever. It's cool. You know, and then who are you going? I got Washington. Yeah, I don't believe in Alex Smith. Who the hell believes in Alex Smith? Although Adrian Peterson is still a top. Well, as of right now, he's one of the top five leading rushers in the NFL still at his age. I can't even believe that. It's amazing, but he's still doing his thing. He's keeping the he's keeping himself afloat, keeping the Washington Redskins afloat. Then I look at the then through the AFC. I look at the New England Patriots. Like I said, they lost to Tennessee today. Mike Vrabel, the old one of the old coaches of Belichick, actually got a win versus Belichick today, which is amazing because usually those coaches are bad versus him. I'm pretty sure he don't teach them anything much. But Vrabel got in there and. Gave him some, gave him some oomph today. Put some fear in Brady's heart a little bit. The so-called goat. Please. Ain't no fucking goat. Yeah, I said it. He ain't no goddamn goat. That's for all them people watching New England over there. He ain't no damn goat. Yeah, I said it. But they'll be there to face Mahomes. I'm not going to give my prediction yet on that, but eventually I will if, they, if that matchup should happen. Uh, you also got, uh, San Diego, um, excuse me, not San Diego. See, I'm making a mistake. The LA Chargers with Philip Rivers. Every year, Philip Rivers is going to do what he do. But is it enough to get over the hump? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Who else, who else is going in the first half? The Atlanta Falcons. The El- Julio, get out of there, bro. Demand, jump kick scratch I don't care get your ass out of Atlanta this is this is not the place for you Steve Sarkeesian has sabotaged your career even though you scored a touchdown again where the fuck has this been the whole time where the fuck has it been I understand you lot the Atlanta Falcons lost a lot of defensive players Deion Jones gone Keanu Neal gone you know but come on what are we doing right now? You lose the, the the Cleveland Browns? The Cleveland Browns? Really? Julio Jones? Come on, man. I feel sorry for Julio, man. Because he's doing everything he can, but he can't get no help. I, I, I feel like he's like Tyrese. What more do they want from him? He can't do it all. He cannot do it all. Help him out, Matt Ryan. Come on, bro. Yeah, you're second in passing. You're probably second and third in passing right now. But come on, bro. Timely passes from this guy. That's what we need to see for Julio. The connection has to be there again. Come on. Who else we got? Who else is out there? That's about it for right now, as far as the NFL is concerned. But like like I said, this 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 second half of the season is shaping up. Like I said, New Orleans is already there. They're showing we're here. We're going to be, we're going to be at the table. Kansas City is going to be at the table. New England's going to be at the table. LA Rams are going to be at the table. 
I believe those are the four teams that are going to be at the table when it's set and done. You know? So that's with that. So with this short episode, because of time and everything, like I have to cut this thing short, unfortunately. We we were we had a little thing, we had a little issue, technical difficulties, so we had to cut it short. So I had to rush through a little thing, but uh, rush through it. But you know, I hope I did well. I hope I made my people proud, my co-hosts proud today. Hope I wasn't rambling too much out there, you know. So thank you for bearing with me, for sitting with me through this through this whole thing. And hopefully the guys will be back next week. You know, teamwork make the dream work, of course, as Money Mayweather said. You know, so hopefully these guys will be back. But I did I did what I could. I'd like to thank y'all for joining me today. And uh oh, of course, check out the blog, because I'm always blogging. You know, LBR LBR blog on F on Facebook. You all ca you can also catch the audio on the podcast at LBR. Let's be real sportscast.com. You can check that out on iTunes and also on YouTube as well. Audio for iTunes, visual for YouTube. And really, really, that's about it. I hope I did well. Hopefully the guys will be back. Hopefully the guys will be back next week. So for that, that's it for me. Peace.